In this market, perhaps the biggest problem service business owners are facing is a shortage of staff. You have way more work than you can get to, don't have the time to put energy into hiring, and when you do, you still seem to come up short. What in the world are you supposed to do? Running a service business can be hard. It is not unusual for business owners in industries like contracting, home repair, auto repair, business-to-business services like janitorial, IT and accounting, and many others to feel overwhelmed by all the priorities facing them at any given time. Between addressing the needs of the customers, managing the employees, figuring out the financials, and getting processes in place, feeling like you're making significant progress on your business journey can be difficult. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. Right now, one of the biggest complaints and frustrations I hear is that business owners just can't find anyone to hire. While this may be true for many, I'd like to share with you a story um, about a client of mine named Tracy. Now, Tracy owns a service business where they go out to people's homes and they make repairs. She has service technicians that go out and uh, service clients at their homes. Um, she and I worked for a couple months on developing a, a hiring strategy because she's, you know, for over a year now had been just struggling to find people. And so uh, we spent a couple months and we, over the course of, you know, three or four conversations over a couple months. Uh, we developed a plan, which worked really well for her. Uh, it w- In fact, it worked so well. After about six weeks, um, she had to turn her ads off entirely. Um, she hired a couple more people than she intended to. Uh, she literally could not bring on any more people to put in training. And um, um, anyhow, we, well, I don't have time to go in the length of this podcast to go into every detail. I do want to walk you through some of the things that we developed and, and what really helped her get to the point where after a year of struggling, she within six weeks had hired more than what she was hoping for and had to turn off her ads entirely. So the first thing that we have to do is come to grips with how people make decisions. Um, right now, hiring people is very much like uh, marketing. You know, it's more like um, we're, we're putting an ad out there selling our services um, than it is we're, you know, in the old days, you put an ad out and 10, 15 people would apply and you'd pick the best one and off we'd go. Right now, it's it's very much like marketing in the sense that we're putting an ad out and hoping to just get a few people to be even interested. And so our approach has to change accordingly. Um, and also we have to just be tuned into how people make decisions, uh, buying decisions, job decisions. And the, the sad truth of the matter is people buy and make decisions on jobs based upon what they want. They do not make buying decisions based upon what the seller wants. And they do not make employment decisions based upon what the employer wants. They change jobs because a new job appears to solve a problem they have or because they view it as making their life better. They feel like they're taking a step forward or it's solving a problem, uh, giving them an opportunity, whatever it is. They just don't care about how it betters the life of the employer. That's not how it works. Um, I mean, just think about the last major purchase you made, car, boat, house. You know, we've talked about this before. You have criteria in mind when you when you 
go make these kinds of purchases that are driving your decision. This criteria you're making, you have drives your buying decisions. And there's not anything the seller could say to you um, that would make you change your criteria for buying. You know, if you want a certain kind of uh, vehicle, you want a four-door pickup that can tow a boat, the seller can't convince you that you need a two-door truck instead of a four-door truck. If you have a family that you want to take out to the lake with you and you take your boat out, no amount of convincing you would get you to change your mind that you wanted a four-door pickup if that's what you set out to buy. Um, that's just how we make decisions. And the same thing with, with choosing a, a job, there's criteria involved. People have ideas on why they're making a, a change. And you're not likely to, or I'm not even likely, I don't think it's possible for you to, to say anything that would get them to change their criteria about why they're looking to make a change. Um, so here's the problem for most employers. They write ads primarily, um, in one of two ways. So one, they assume that money is what drives employees to look for another job. And in survey after survey after survey in which employees rank their interest in their job and what attributes that they like about their job or value, why they stay with a job, all those kinds of things. Money is routinely around number five. And I don't recall ever seeing it above number three. Um, but in, you know, when they list out all the things that they like about their job, money is, is around number five usually. So employers are making, in my opinion, a mistake by focusing on money when money is the third to fifth most important thing. Why don't we focus on the first or second most important thing if we really want to have an opportunity or have a chance of getting somebody to come to work for us? The other thing is employers routinely write their ads describing what the employer's needs are. Um, and again, as we all know, people don't make decisions um, based upon how it benefits the other party, especially when it comes to switching jobs. They frankly just don't care if it benefits the employer's life or not. They want to make their life better, period, end of story. So when we write our ads, we just have to come to grips with that, that we need to figure out what their problems are and as determine if our job that we're offering solves those problems or not. And if so, tell them, explain that. Um, here's an, so here's an exercise. I took the business owners in my, in my group coaching, uh, membership. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I have a group coaching program for business owners in service industries. Um, and here's an exercise we did about a month ago. We looked at a bunch of jobs posted in the Phoenix area. Cause that's where I live. I just pulled up random ads in the area. And we looked at ads in a wide variety of industries. We looked at everything. Um, we looked at CPA jobs. We looked at uh, contractor jobs, auto repair, body shops, home services like carpet cleaning companies, all the kinds of people I work with. We looked at a variety of these kinds of jobs. And we literally went line by line, sentence by sentence through each ad to see whose needs were being addressed in the ads. And what do you think we discovered? Out of there's only one out of a couple of dozen ads that we looked at in which the the ad mentioned anything that could be considered as addressing a potential employee's needs. All the rest of the ads were completely written based upon what the employer's needs were. So I know what you're thinking, Brian, how could I possibly know what a candidate's problems are or why they might want to change jobs? Um well, to figure that out, I'll take you through the steps that Tracy and I went through. Um, and it's not as hard as you would think. Again, we just, treat just we have to treat this like it's marketing, not um, filling a 
a technical sales job. The first thing we have to do is um, figure out, you know, who is a good fit for your company. The people that you have who do this job really well and really like it, what makes them really like it? So I don't mean who in a uh, demographic sense. I don't, you know, I'm I'm not interested in that stuff. But the people who really like this job and excel at it in your company, current or former employees, what was it about them that made them really like this job and really excel at it? What made them ex- exceptionally good at this? And specifically, what, what is it about the, the job that they like? Um, this is a great thing to ask your current employees about. Hey, you know, you know, somebody has a, they've been through company for 15 years. Why do you like it? You know, these are great questions to ask. What is it about this job that you really like? What kinds of people do you think would be interested in this job? This, these are fantastic conversations to have with your employees. So the next thing we had to figure out was, what were the problems, fears, concerns, hopes, and wishes these people probably had where they're currently employed? So this sounds probably very much like the marketing uh, episode we had a few weeks back. Uh, and that's because right now it is like marketing. So again, if, if this was 20 years ago, um, where an unemployment was you know 11% or 9% or whatever, I would have a completely different strategy for this. Right now, where we can't get people to come to work as fast as we need them to, we have to, we have to adapt. So um, again, part of our process was figuring out who are we talking to, who would be good at this job, and uh, specifically, what are the problems, fears, concerns, hopes, wishes, etc. these people probably have where they're currently employed. So we had to figure out the same thing with the marketing. What are they thinking, feeling, doing? So for instance, where do they currently work? Now, Tracy was able to identify an industry where she knew she could find people that would be attracted to what she was offering because by polling her employees, she discovered an industry where people uh, had similar skills necessary, a great work ethic and things like that, where they would be a great fit for her company. And uh, her employees helped her identify this other industry to, to basically target. Um, and it worked fantastic. Um, so one of the things we got to figure out is where are they currently working? The second thing is, were they looking for a job? Are they looking on Indeed? Look on Facebook, Craigslist, wh- whatever it is. Um, what's the modality that they're using to, to find a job? And why are they looking for a job? Now, Tracy was able to find about three key things that she strongly um, suspected that people um, who would be a good fit for this job and her company she was hiring for, um, she found about three things that she thought they would really dislike about their current job. Um, and money wasn't, I don't remember money being a big piece of this. Again, most employers kind of right now are, are f- defaulting to this money talks kind of approach. And again, I just don't think, um, you know, are there, there, are there times where you're going to double somebody's salary? Of course, that's going to matter. I don't think that that's generally the case for most folks right now. And if it is, people who who could have their salary doubled probably have some kind of limiting belief on I'm not qualified. They wouldn't consider me because I don't have experience, like whatever that is. So if you are in a situation where you could literally double somebody's salary in a different industry, you might, the the concern or fear you would target in your ad might be something like, you know, if you can do the job you're doing, you can do this job, or for example. Um but we need got to figure out what, what are the things that they don't like about where they're at? Why are they looking to make a change? What's the problem they're trying to solve? And again, I don't mean the problem of finding a job. So again, we talked a few weeks ago, we talked about, you know, buying a car. You go to a car dealership. Um, if the salesperson focuses on your only problem is buying a car, they're going to miss the boat on a lot of sales. 
that's the external problem. That's the obvious one. What's the internal problem? What's the, you know, uh, are they buying a car because they have a, a new baby on the way and they want a safe car? Are they, again, do they want that four-door pickup they can tow their boat to the lake with? That's the internal problem. Like what the car is, you know, buying a new vehicle, that's, that's just kind of the obvious one. Um, that's not where we need to focus. We need to focus on what are the internal problems that these people are facing when it comes to looking for a job and changing jobs. Like changing jobs is scary for folks. There's got to be a compelling reason they're wanting to do this. So let's figure out what it is and speak to that. Um, and again, if we're going to resonate with somebody, we can't just speak to, hey, you're looking for a job. If you have these criteria or if you have these, um, um, ex- if you have this experience or you have whatever it is, then, then you're good to go. That, that's just not going to resonate with people. They would, we have to speak to them and what their needs are if we have any hope of getting them to pay attention to our ad. Now, they might be a perfectly good candidate for the job. But if they don't see that in the ad, they don't hear it in the ad, they don't recognize that you're speaking to them in the ad, they're just going to blaze over and go to the next one. Um, and then perhaps once we know what the problems are trying to solve, we know where they're looking for a job, we know where they're coming from as far as where they're working now, probably most importantly then is how does the position you want to fill solve their problem? So once we know what the problem is, we know where the job is, we know what they don't like about it, where they're looking, um, how does your job solve their problem? Now, again, if we can't get to that point, we're going to be facing the same problem, which many people are facing now, which is I can't find people to pay attention to my ad. I can't get people to even come in and apply. Um, this is why. This is why for most people, we are not able to find somebody to come in and apply because when they read their ad, it's not resonating with them. We're often speaking about money or we're speaking about solving the employer's problem. People do not make decisions based upon how it benefits the other person. That's just not how it works. So um, the last thing I'll say about this is like any marketing endeavor, uh, there's going to be some trial and error here. You may not, um, you know, get it the way Tracy did right out of the gate where she just nailed it. Like first time she knew these things. She had a great uh, conversation with her team and they helped her out and solve some of these problems and figure out who she was talking to. Um, Not everyone's going to be so fortunate. It might take, you know, a few attempts. It might take different uh, industries to, when you're placing your ad, like which industries or people are you talking to in what industries? It might, different problems you might try addressing. Um, but the good news is nobody is doing this. I'm telling you, when I went through that that list of, uh, I just randomly pulled up ads. It was interesting to go line by line and just look at each sentence and just break down the ads and say, okay, whose needs are being addressed here? And it, overwhelmingly, there was one exception out of, again, a couple dozen um, my point is nobody is doing this. So the good news for you is that because nobody else is doing it, you're going to stand out. Like if you can, if you can figure out who you're talking to, what their problems are, why they were looking for a job, how your job solves their problem. And you say that stuff in the ad, you're going to stand out to people and you're going to have the same problem Tracy did where she just had literally had to turn her ad off because she could not take any more people calling about this thing. Her, her phone's just lit up and she solved her problem in, in like six weeks. It was awesome. Um, but you'll see as you, if you look at ads in your industry right now, many industries are offering signing bonuses, uh, again, which assumes that people are looking for a job because of money, uh, or you'll see ads with a list of required knowledge or skills, which again is solving the employer's problem. So it's, it's really easy to stand out in your area right now if you take the time to do this stuff. So first step, again, just like marketing, um, in this market, hiring is more like marketing than anything else. You got to first decide who you're talking to in your ads. If you want to resonate with somebody, if you don't have a person in mind who you're speaking to, 
and you're just talking to anybody who's looking for a job, um, that's just not going to resonate with people. They're not going to be compelled to call or email or fill out the ad online or whatever. If you don't offer them a compelling reason to do so, they're not. And a compelling reason is you're solving their problem. You're addressing their concerns. You're whatever their wish is, you're making it come true. Like what this is the stuff we have to do if we want to be compelling with people and get them to react to our ads. So uh, again, the first thing I would do is, is after kind of coming to grips with, we're just in a situation where job ads right now are more like marketing than they are filling a role. It's just kind of how it is. Um, first thing we can figure out is who's, who's a good fit in your company, who performs well and who likes the job and why. Um, if you can, if you could at least start with that and figure out, okay, who's, these are the kinds of people who like this job. This is who I'm talking to. Where would they be working? Why would they want to be leaving that job? How can I solve their problem? You know, and speak to those things, like literally in the ad, speak to those things. Here's your problem. I can solve it. If you're facing this, we're the job for you, you know? Um, so in summary, uh, again, the first thing we gotta do is come to grips with how people make decisions. They buy based upon what, what they want, not what the seller wants right now. It's very much like that in the job, in the job, uh, world where they're very much like the buyers, the employers are very much like the sellers. We got to identify who's a good fit for the company. And I don't mean again, in a demographic sense, I don't mean that, but who are the employees that are really excel at this job and really like this job in your company? What makes them exceptionally good at this job? What is about the job that they like? Um, where are they likely to be currently working and where are they looking for work? What are their problems, fears, concerns, hopes, wishes? Uh, what are the things these people are worried about, concerned about, or hope for? Um, and then again, just, just like in the marketing stuff we talked about a few weeks ago, what are they thinking, feeling, and doing? Why do they want a new job? And most importantly, how does your job solve their problem? So if we can do that, then you guys will be uh, in much better shape when it comes to hiring. Um, again, it was just uh, phenomenal to watch this transition that happened for Tracy. It was just, it literally happened over a couple months and she went from just not knowing how she could possibly find somebody to, uh, oh my gosh, I turned the faucet off. I, I can't keep up. I, I, I can't do any more of this training and I can't do any more hiring and et cetera. So anyhow, that was a great success for her. So I thought I would share that with folks because I know a lot of you are experiencing the, the hiring woes right now. Uh, so that's it for this week. Um, if you can take a moment to share this podcast with a friend or colleague who's a business owner in a service industry, give us a rating and review if you ha- if you can spare a couple minutes. Um, there's a couple of really good reviews on there. I really appreciate the folks who did that, taking the time to, uh, to do that. Uh, means a lot to me. I really appreciate it. Also, in upcoming weeks, um, I got a book I've been working on for a while that's going to be coming out. I got a, a course that's, uh, I'll be talking more about that stuff in the upcoming weeks. So if you like some of the stuff you hear about on here, there's going to be an opportunity for you to, to get more of that kind of stuff. So I'm super excited. And again, I'll be talking about that stuff uh, as it rolls out later on. For now, that's it for this week. I hope you guys have a fantastic uh, week and I'll talk to you next time.